Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara Byers. Thanks for coming and meeting with me again today. I'm going to be talking about abiding in Christ, or we can call it practicing the presence of Jesus. So we mature and we thrive in the Lord as we learn to abide, as we learn to practice his presence. We are literally infused with his life, and so we can learn to live on a supernatural plane while living very, very naturally because his spirit indwells us. We can daily recognize and draw on his presence and even ordinary things become changed because we're recognizing he's right in the midst of it. We are greatly enriched. We become wiser, more confident, more peaceful, more joyful as we learn to practice his presence, more filled with grace. So this is really a necessary and beautiful holy habit to cultivate. But what does it mean to abide and how do we do it? This is what Jesus said in John 15. I'm reading from the message. Live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you, in the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you're joined with me. I'm the vine, you're the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you in the relation intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant, but separated, you can't produce a thing. If you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples, I've loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourself at home in my love. Kind of begins and ends the same way, talking about making ourselves at home. And that means also being a home to him. Jesus really wants us to make ourselves at home in him and, um, and to abide with us and within us. When we settle into his presence, that's abiding. When we remember with confidence, you are here. You live within me. That's the confidence of abiding. And we recognize we're the branch. We're not inseparable from the vine. He's our very life. And because of that, we can't help but bear fruit when we stay well attached. So our prime responsibility is it's not to do something for God. It's not to strive to produce. It's simply to remember to remain attached to the vine, to receive his love and presence to abide in him. Because if we don't, we're always going to be struggling either with our performance or shame or fear or doubt or self-dependence. Um, and that, that always makes us unstable. But we have a position in Christ that's absolutely stable. It's absolutely secure. There's already life in the vine and there always will be. And that life is supplied to us as we stay attached. So, this isn't based, you know, on, on what's going on around us. This isn't based on how we feel. It begins with our choice of engaging our will to remember. He is present with me.
And as we acknowledge him and we keep doing that, then that choice becomes a habitual response. And as we keep responding, we develop a knowing of his presence. We're cultivating it. Any habit is, is formed the same way, repetition and um, cultivation. So any habit can be formed in this way. We just developed this habit of knowing his presence. When I woke up this morning, I had to wake up early because I had a workout class, but um, I just felt off kilter. I, and I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know why. Um, it wasn't just physical. It was really kind of emotional, spiritual. But I lay there for a while. And so what I did is rather than trying to parse it and understand what was going on, is I just began to practice his presence. Thank you, Lord. You're here. I know that you're here. You're unseen, but you're true. You're real. Your real presence is with me. And I began to practice his presence and just thank him and yield to him so that I might abide in him. And pretty soon that off-kilter feeling just started dissipating. But I wasn't paying attention to that so much as I was giving my focus and giving my attention to practicing the presence. And if we don't practice the presence of the Lord, we're going to practice the presence of the self. And um, so many circumstances compete for our attention. So much temptation comes our way that we need to practice the presence of the Lord. So I want to ask a question. What do you mostly practice the presence of? And that might be something you'd want to jot down and just take to the Lord in your devotion time. What do you mostly practice the presence of? Psalm 16, 11 says, In your presence is fullness of joy. We're satisfied, we're joyful when we abide in the Lord. And we can really become accustomed to cultivating this as a practice. By faith, we just keep choosing to believe that wonderful promise. I am with you always. That's what Jesus has said. It's so simple, but it's so profound. We thank him for that. We admit, we acknowledge you're with me. And then we go on about our day. And often, often throughout the day, we just pause and, and surrender again. We trust him. We acknowledge his presence. Every time we do this, we are participating in his life. We're participating in the eternal. So this is about um, getting close to God, but not necessarily feeling close to God. He lives in me. He can become the very center of my being because he indwells me. And I'm just simply calling this to mind. Jacques Philippe, in his book, Time for God, wrote, his presence, being the presence of the living God, is active, life-giving, healing, and sanctifying. In remaining in God's presence and letting him act in the depths of our being, we are doing what really counts. If our prayer consists of nothing more than holding ourselves before God, just bringing ourselves to the Lord, without doing anything or thinking of anything special, without any particular feelings, but with a heartfelt attitude of availability and trusting abandonment, then we could not do any better. He talks about remaining in God's presence, and we can't do anything better than that. 
So our real business, before we do the stuff that we feel like we're assigned to do, our real business is to love God, to delight ourselves in Him, and to practice His presence. And abiding in Him really is the greatest reality we'll ever know. We're a people of the presence. That's what sets us apart from any other religion and any other people, is that He is with us and within us. So we just keep calling that to mind by faith. We keep inviting him in and we keep trusting. And as we need it, he will show us his presence. He will speak to us and so on. He will show us the different ways that he is present with us. But our Christian spirituality is that we are invaded by a living presence and we are transformed because of that. Norman Grubb wrote, this is what life is basically, another living his life in me. I really like that, another with a capital A, living his life in me. And this is the antidote to living full of self and, and flustered by so many things. We come back to this reality. You are here and you will not leave me or forsake me. So, as we practice his presence, as we allow his life to possess us, we're really yielding to his rule and authority. As I said, um, acknowledging that another is within me is not about feeling that in the present moment. We do develop that sense, but we don't have to feel it. St. Francis de Sales long ago wrote in The Art of Loving God, Many people do not distinguish between God and the feeling of God, between faith and the feeling of faith. It seems to them that when they don't feel God, they are not in his presence. That's not true. Um, instead, we just simply turn again to the Lord and we acknowledge you are with me. I love you. I'm receiving your love. It's an incredible truth of Colossians 1.27. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, and when we're centered in him in this way, we learn to live more present. We learn to live in the now of God. And when our gaze is fixed on him like that, when pain comes, and it will come, when temptation comes, we are more able to encounter that because we're not bearing the whole weight of it. He's taking the first impact. And we're centered in him, whatever comes, whatever pressure comes, and whatever the enemy has intended for evil, we know he's able to turn it for good. We live from that center. He shows us his heart and he encourages us with great hope. So if we're unfamiliar with his presence, we live without that empowering and thus without the transformation. So this is a, a beautiful habit we can cultivate. His presence is unseen, but it's real. And the more we recognize and practice abiding, the more we take in his riches, the more we take in his grace, the more we take in his love. F.B. Meyer wrote, Oh, that we would dare to believe it and draw on it, letting down the pitcher of faith into the deep well of Christ's indwelling. That's right. So uh, he makes a suggestion, if Meyer does, and, and he suggests this particular discipline, which I think is very helpful. He says, be still each day for a short time, sitting before God in meditation. 
Just sit quietly. And ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the truth of Christ indwelling. Just invite him to reveal that to your deep heart. Ask God to be pleased to make known to you what is the riches of the glory of this mystery. That's Colossians 1.27 I just quoted. And so I want to encourage you to do that each day. Just sit quietly. Lord, show me. Show me your presence. Show me how to abide and practice your presence. Show me more of this. Reveal more of yourself. And then throughout the day, do that. Just call that to mind. I like to, someone taught me this. I like to put my hand over my heart because I think it's good to be in touch with our own bodies. And uh, in the center of my being, I thank you that you are here. So abiding in him, practicing his presence is about engagement. It's about intimacy with the Lord. It's about the life flowing between us. Our transformation really hinges on this. And I'll close with this quote from Andrew Murray from The Secret of the Abiding Presence. Everything depends on the consciousness through a living faith of the abiding presence of the Lord with us. So may you take this up and may you practice and know more and more abiding the presence of the living God. I hope to see you next time and talk to you then.